me burn, watch me burn to this heart don't desire. Well, I'm a man, a man on fire. Welcome back to the Slackline Quote of the Day daily broadcast. Uh, you are here with the boss. The boss is coming! That's a made-up dumb fairy tale name, you And uh, it is Throwback Thursday. We are coming at you. This is uh, January 11th uh, here in rainy Vancouver, Canada. Uh, yeah, we are talking uh, a little bit of quotes, uh, some famous people, some other people, anything we kind of hear. Uh, we just finished a, uh, a taping of the, the big slack line, which will come at you on Sunday this week, uh, with, uh, our good friend Bryce Jorger and, uh, of course our co-host, uh, Jay Wow. Uh, really interesting, fun conversation about, uh, you know, some differing opinions on, on politics and, uh, potential president of bourbon free and, and stuff of, of that nature so yeah it was fun uh recommend you guys check it out uh on uh again that'll be posted on sunday uh okay yeah and we will uh we're gonna go to the quote today uh brought to you by a new helpful app uh do you shit the work alarm that will yell at you until you get your shit done uh that is a do you shit that's uh, a new helpful app uh, Greg found to uh, to sponsor our quote today. Uh, it's a it's a long one. It's a two-parter. Throws throwback Thursdays bringing us a two-parter. Uh, here we go. It is uh, Helen Keller, a writer, activist, uh, fought for women's rights and disabled people's rights, and uh, and was blind and deaf before uh, before the age of two. So uh, she's kind of an inspirational person for a lot of people. And uh, and this quote comes from her. I long to accomplish a great and noble task, but it is my chief duty to accomplish humble tasks as though they were great and noble. The world is moved along not only by the mighty shoves of its heroes, but also by the aggregate of the tiny pushes of each honest worker. And that again is uh, Helen Keller, writer, activist, uh and uh and all around inspiration uh yeah that's a it's kind of a two-parter i considered splitting it into two pieces but uh uh you know i I don't think so i think keep it together because uh because there are two interesting lessons to come from it uh we'll examine kind of the first part of it first uh i long to accomplish a great and noble task but it is my chief duty to accomplish humble tasks as though they were great and noble um I think there's a lesson in there of like focusing on the small things that lead to that lead to big goals uh, versus you know letting that that one big goal kind of take over your mind uh, and, and you know maybe give you the idea that the small little tasks that that will lead that way um, you know doing that one that job that entry level job that you know is is below you or doing um you know getting some some jerk some coffee and stuff like that as as part of your your internship and those types of things like um or or even just you know small things like uh you know taking care of yourself personal hygiene and those types of things like if you're 
if you're too focused on on long-term things uh, then you can forget those that those little things are what add up to that that goal you know and when you do those tasks like when you do get at whatever it is you know even if it's brushing your teeth <laughs> all the way from brushing your teeth to you know doing a job that you're not exactly happy with you kind of have to set aside and, and put the larger goal aside and, and finish with all your effort what like kind of is immediately in front of you or, or you can kind of just get lost thinking that the small tasks are, are useless or not worth it or, or not doing anything <laughs> yeah i kind of wish i could uh, take my own advice in that regard um you know a lot of this stuff anyways all these kind of podcasts it's just uh <laughs> stuff i wish i could i could apply myself a lot of uh pra- preaching what i i don't really necessarily practice um but it would be nice uh yeah and so that's kind of the the thing i take from the from the beginning of of that quote is to is to really just think about uh accomplishing these the small little things that need to get done in order for uh for your your larger goal to take shape you know uh i do a lot of writing and so uh you know it can it can be maddening sometimes to sit there and have like a a very kind of full idea of of uh what you you know uh, an interesting story or something that you think is an interesting story um but then not like you you have to write it down <laughs> you know you <laughs> word by word you have to put it down uh until that it's just an idea in your head and then after that you have to you know go and find somebody that finds it interesting enough to to purchase it off of you right so um and and even in those moments like you can't think about oh well uh you know the big goal of meeting the big person and da, 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 da. like you have to take kind of like every meeting and you go and you talk to people and you have to you know really kind of pimp yourself out there and um you know all of those little things are what add up to a, to an ultimate goal versus uh yeah i could try and send all of my writing just to the top publishers or just to steven spielberg and that's it and uh and never hear anything from them or whatever and just say well nobody likes my work it's like well you don't know that uh, you only tried a few people uh and just because they were the big fish you think that it's you know they're the people to go after or whatever which is not always the case. I mean, if we go back to our our uh, our cast from yesterday talking about people that are following their gut feelings, you know, sometimes it's uh, sometimes it's a much more interesting ride to to kind of hit yourself to a wagon like that and and follow you know more of a chaotic pathway, I guess, than in a very planned out route. Um, yeah, but uh, so the second part of the quote. I found, uh, uh, you know, this is kind of the one that made me want to split it out because um, it kind of has whole other, uh, you know, not just personal but uh, but global sort of meanings as well. Uh, and the second half of that, again, is the world is moved along not only by the mighty shoves of its heroes but also by the aggregate of the tiny pushes as of each honest worker. And... Uh, I think that's something that like our culture is kind of is forgetting um you know the people that are doing kind of the menial tasks either you know whether it's in you know our daily lives like uh you know garbage people people that are collecting recycling and those types of things all the way to you know even successful businesses a successful enterprise like they don't they don't tend to give uh personal respect 
but more so, uh, you know, financial respect, in my opinion. Like, like I said, I, I used to work, well, I used to work for a large company, and we, I, uh, I started there as a student and doing kind of, uh, you know, male person duties and just kind of all around, uh, you know, fill in duties around the office and stuff like that. And uh, so I ended up working, you know, kind of at the bottom rung of, of what goes on there in the mail room and, and stuff like that and, and meeting the people that worked in there and seeing how hard they worked and they're there just as long as anybody else, uh, if not longer. And, and, you know, if they're not in there doing these manual things like, uh, uh, yeah, putting letters through and, and putting uh, checks through and stuff like that, then like the clients of everybody else don't get their money. Uh, I just had to put something into like a little computer in my office or whatever, and then these pe- these people t- all take take care of it uh, physically. And then uh, and you know I ha- I find out that they have to like work. Some of them have to work like two jobs in order to have to support a family, in order to have a kid go through hockey or something like that. And like this is a you know it's a huge it's a huge company, you know, billions of dollars in profit. And there, like, to me, there's no reason why, uh, why that person should, should, why anybody in this company should have to work, uh, two jobs in order to support a family. Like to me, that, that is just not, not okay. And I think it's this mentality that we've forgotten that these people, you know, they add up and they help, (laughs) they help the business. You know, I was even like, I was at, ahead of them as far as pay scale goes but i felt that way too because you know i was a young guy working in in kind of a a major group and they uh you know again like most of my duties were were administrative within this group uh but you know i still i kind of felt that there was always this air that my work wasn't as you know important which i mean kind of technically it's not but it has to get done you know somebody has to do it and uh if if it wasn't you know me or in the case of the male person if it wasn't them uh then it it would have to be somebody else you know like it's not like we could just lose that person and and we would be fine so um yeah i don't uh i don't agree with this kind of mentality that uh you know your people are are earning everything that they're getting you uh you know people are are talking about having uh, you know hundreds of millions of dollars in the bank like nobody works that much harder than anybody else, you know. If if anything, people that are at the bottom rung of things, working two jobs and you know trying to support families and stuff like that, are quote unquote the tiny pushes uh, are working harder than anybody else. You know, sometimes those people end up becoming the the people that have the the power for the mighty pushes, and and some of them end up forgetting along the way that people help them. You know that their employees without their their employees without everybody that has ever worked for them or or given them a, a chance or whatever helped them uh and and there becomes this mentality that they've done it all themselves that they were just this force of nature that nobody could contend with and they're like well no <laughs> i mean who who put you through school who 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 are your friends that supported you who were uh who gave you your, your you know a first chance at your business and gave you you know a loan or an investment like blah, 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 like all down the line and now to who delivers your mail who um who is bringing you these contracts for you to sign and you know why are they here 
uh, four hours longer than you and paid, you know, peanuts comparatively. Uh, you know, that's like those types of situations in my mind aren't right. And I firmly believe that, uh, that, you know, businesses would be more productive and therefore more profitable in the long run if they looked at their employees uh, and paid them more according to like a function of their profit um, rather than, you know, uh, not not keeping them up with with you know the growing economy that you as a large pusher are are creating right uh, or, or mighty shove I should say not a pusher <laughs> that that you as a as a mighty shover are uh, creating um, and uh, and there is like obviously there's there's benefit and there's honor in that in a way uh, depending on how you're doing it obviously uh, and and again in my opinion doing it by kind of exploiting people up along the way uh is not really uh is not really a good way to go about it and uh you know this quote to me is just uh should remind people that uh that those little things that are happening all around us even not just in a business but you know like i said you know people who collect trash uh people who collect recycling uh, people who are cleaning out you know outhouses and stuff like that people who clean up parks um, you know, all those types of things, uh, they get taken for granted uh, until they're not there, right? Like, if if you walk through a park every day and it looks messy, you'd be like, oh, why is nobody cleaning this up? Uh, yet, you walk through a park with your kid and you see somebody, you know, out there cleaning it up with a, you know, a little grabber or whatever, an employee of the city. And I, man, I remember my dad telling me it was when we were driving, it was, you know, a shitty day, it was a cold day, and these people were out working construction on the road and we were driving past them my dad's like that's why you stay in school there boys and uh i kind of remember nodding along uh you know in hindsight it's not really a great thing to say <laughs> like it, it seems like a good thing to say um but you know some of those people are probably content with what they're doing uh and and even if they're not like uh looking down on them for for doing these tasks again that like uh, that would otherwise you know if they weren't there uh, the road would fall apart or it would never be built in the first place um, and and that type of work I mean it deserves everybody's respect no more or less than the people who are, are working in a bank or the people who are uh, running their own business or something like that. Uh, it's still hard work. It's all hard work, and in, in many cases, more hard work. I mean, it's it's physical labor, uh, and uh, and long hours and those types of things. And and no, no snow days, no heat days, no rain days or whatever. Um, you know, kind of like in a sad way, all of our economy is built on cheating these people out, um, and that includes you know. Uh, overseas manufacturers and stuff like that it's just it's just you know to me it just doesn't work long term it won't work work long term uh there's been cycles of it all the way through of disrespecting you know lower level lower economic level people uh that it just it constantly results in you know revolutions and stuff like that and so um i'm not necessarily calling for for those types of measures or anything but um yeah, it's just uh, it's it's difficult to see sometimes, especially firsthand, and especially when you uh, are are kind of you know you're in a position and it comes up on your computer every day about how 
how great this company is and how we made this many billion dollars this quarter and and you know here comes here comes the uh the the mail guy to come and and drop off you know a few couple hundred thousand dollar checks that clients have mailed in or whatever and uh and neither of us especially him are getting like any any of that you know need like how, how can you come to work with a good attitude every day when you're seeing that you're seeing how much money is going through something like this and and knowing that that none of it is coming back and just like like none of them really had bitter attitudes about it except for the odd comment about you know how huge a check is or something but um I, man, I started to get bitter, not necessarily for myself, but especially for these people that were working as like the lowest level people in the in the company um, economically. But again, like they're there working just as hard, if not harder, than anybody else. You know, some of the people that are making making way more bank are leaving. You know, coming in at ten, leaving at two, whatever. And uh, and the argument is again, like, well, they've built their business, and so they've earned that, and they deserve that. And uh, you know, I agree to that to a certain extent and I just think that that these people that there's a mentality that uh, you know once you get to that level especially there there can be a mentality that you did it all yourself that you know the uh, the assistance that you had uh, on the way up uh, you know they never did anything to help you they never took time off your hands so you could do that one thing that you know was super important that time they never uh you know stayed late for you so you could get that one thing done uh, so you wouldn't lose that client like yeah none of that stuff had ever happened so uh <laughs> yeah you know I, i'm obviously kind of bitter about those types of things but it is my personal experience uh from one company anyways but it, you know you see you see evidence of it all over the place i mean the 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 whole welfare system has to prop up uh, anybody that works, you know, at Walmart because they don't make enough money to afford to shop anywhere else other than Walmart and, and have food stamps. And food stamps are, you know, uh, are a welfare program. And so you essentially have everybody in the United States uh, or wherever uh, a place like Walmart operates um, subsidizing their employees which is like the least capitalist thing in the world, especially when you consider the amount of the like gross amount of profits that the that the corporation itself is bringing in. So um, yeah, that's just a couple of examples of those types of things, but uh, maybe that's a good spot to leave it. Uh, that again, the quote we we're discussing today is a long one, two-parter. I long to accomplish a great and noble task, but it is my chief duty to accomplish humble tasks as though they were great and noble. The world is moved along not only by the mighty shoves of its heroes, but also by the aggregate of the tiny pushes of each honest worker. Uh, that again comes to you uh, by Helen Keller, writer, uh, activist uh, for women's and disabled people's rights, and again, uh, deaf and blind. <laughs> uh, yeah, she was uh, you know, the first deaf and blind college graduate and she went on to to pioneer a bunch of different uh, methods of of teaching disabled people. So, 
Um, yeah, she was a very uh, inspira inspirational figure. And uh, our world was better for having her in it. And she definitely did uh, a bunch of small, humble tasks as far as uh, teaching young people and, and setting up uh, uh, setting up organizations that can fight for, for the rights of these people. Um, and those created Mighty Shoves. And uh, so that's why I thought she was interesting to have on. Uh, and uh, that quote today is brought to you again by the new helpful app, Do You Shit? Uh, the work alarm that will yell at you until you get your shit done. That is uh, Do You Shit, uh, bringing us uh, Helen Keller's quote today. Uh, thanks again to Crooked Spies for providing, uh, providing the music. Follow us on Instagram at the.slack.line and Twitter at slackline underscore radio. Uh, you've been listening to The Boss. The Boss is coming! That's a made-up dumb fairy tale name, you This is the Slackline Quote of the Day broadcast. We will be back tomorrow for our final one of the week. And then again, uh, back on Sunday with the full-length uh, Slackline with uh, Jay Wow and Bryce Jorger. Uh, thanks again to anybody who's listening, and uh, you guys all have a good day. Bye for now. Oh,